years ago, two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends. That friendship grew over time. Then the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show. <laughs> what you're listening to right now is two best friends. It's Mikey and Bob. We've never seen each other naked. Not that we don't want to. It it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome to the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Yeah, there he is. Hey. Hi. Hi. All right. How are you? Uh, you know. Well, I mean, this is an easy job. It is. It's amazing. I'm great. I'm great every day we get to come in here and do whatever the hell this is. <laughs> so, yes, I'm good. I'm, you know, sometimes it, it hurts waking up this early and, you know, starting our show at 6 a.m. and having to wake up at like 3.30, but that's just a, the little small inconvenience. That this magical job has for us. But once I'm awake and everything, and once I get in here and these microphones go on, uh, this is such an easy, fun job. You know? I'm good, Bob. How are you? Same thing? I'm nice, yeah. Pretty much? Yeah. Can't really complain when you just do uh, what we do for a living? No, it's hard. It's hard right. to complain. All right, let's start uh, Let's start the show here with a tweet from Justin. Uh, tweeted us at 3 o'clock this morning. Legit just woke up from a dream where I was on the show with Mikey and Bob talking about proper wiping techniques. <laughs> okay. Like you were the expert? Right, listen, I love that you all listen to our show and have made <laughs> our show as popular as it is. When you're dreaming about us. Wiping dreams. <laughs> when, you're, when you're having wiping dreams about us, maybe it's time to take a little break away from us for a while. <laughs> By the way, let's talk about proper wiping techniques, though, right? I mean, when you're wiping, because we do talk about this often on the show, I feel, so maybe that's what it is. Maybe Justin has just listened to the show long enough that it was just ingrained in his mind. And then, you know, once the dreams start, mm-hmm, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. whatever whatever pulls the file to make the dreams happen, went and pulled the file of us talking about wiping and just put that into Justin's dream. It's all so real. It is. By the way, wiping, you know, you're going this way. Right, you're right. You're going this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going, you're going front to back. You don't want to go back to front. No, you no. You don't want to go back to uh-uh. front. You don't want to go back to front. You go front to back when you wipe. Front to back when you wipe. Back to front. Well, by the way, uh, speaking of wiping, though, uh, we do talk about wiping with wet wipes on the show a lot because that's the proper way to wipe. So here's what you do. Uh, You go to the bathroom, right? You wipe with dry toilet paper, okay? This is the perfect way to wipe. Wipe with the dry toilet paper until you feel like you're about at the end of wiping, right? You're feeling pretty confident. Mm-hmm. And then you come in with a wet wipe and give it some swipes with the wet wipe, Give right? it the voila. Yeah. Is that what we call it? The voila. Oh, the round back voila <laughs> with the wet wipes. But then don't don't get up after that wet wipe. Come back once more with a dry to leave your tushy dry. So, again, that's wipe, 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 dry. Wet wipe once, yep. dry once, and you're good to go. So hopefully now everybody that's listening to our show now will have dreams tonight 
about me and you and the proper wiping techniques. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at FS Mikey at FS Big Bob. Amanda tweets us here. Batman was on last night, and all I could think about was uh, <laughs> Mikey and Bob imitating Bane and Batman. Uh, yeah, you did a perfect Batman a couple of weeks ago when you lost your voice. I'm Batman. Really good. Real good. I mean, we had you say just a little bit of everything when yeah. you lost your voice. Time to deliver the cat turds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you want some candy? Yeah, okay. Had that, yeah. Had this. I only love my bad and my mama. I'm sorry. <laughs> the Drake God's plan line as your voice was going out. I only love my bad and my mama. I'm sorry. Uh, good times. Good times. All right. Uh, I'll tell you right now, the local story that we have to get to today, there is so much going on in this story. <laughs> I saw the headline for this story, and I thought, that's perfect. That is just a story that is made for our show. I can't even believe it's a local story. But then I heard the actual news report that they ran on KDKA with our buddy Ross Gadotti, and it was even better. It was even better than the headline leads on. It really was. Police say a Pittsburgh area man was drunk, high, and wearing his pants backwards when he was found eating a woman's dead plants in the dirt out of a planter on her front porch. Take that all in and digest all that. Eating the plants. (laughs) High drunk, wearing his pants backwards on his neighbor's porch. Right, a lady in his neighborhood eating her dead (laughs) porch plants. So uh, we will get to that story coming up this morning here on the Kiss Morning Freak Show. Antonio Brown, here he comes. Steelers uh, wide receiver responding to the story that he showed up four and a half hours late for an appearance at Children's Hospital making kids and families uh, waiting. You know, we were talking about this yesterday on the show. WTAE ran a whole story about how he, uh, you know, showed up four and a half hours late. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Children's Hospital didn't release any sort of statement. Uh, no, Kind of no. confirming Uh-oh. that he showed up later. I doubt they will. Um, but Antonio Brown uh, responded to that. He retweeted a picture uh, of a check that he gave to Children's Hospital before for $100,000. And Antonio uh, tweeted, we called in to let them know when I was showing up. People say anything on your name these days. I done seen it all. So there you go. That's Antonio's explanation on why he uh, was later uh, than I guess he was supposed to be at Children's Hospital. He said he called ahead that he called or had someone call ahead to let Children's know when he was showing up. So I don't know if we're ever going to get to the bottom of that story, whether he just showed up uh, four and a half hours late without uh, ever letting anybody know. Or if this whole Antonio Brown shows up late thing was much to do about nothing, and he really did call ahead to let children's know. But I remember yesterday when we were playing the WTAE story, they had like, uh, you know, they were talking to a parent who was like disappointed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. So, I listen, I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever get to the bottom of what happened with the Antonio Brown Children's Hospital thing. Uh, but then he went after uh, Ed Bouchette from the uh, Post-Gazette, you know. Who's like a Hall of Famer? He's, you know, super well-respected Steelers reporter. He's, he's usually when there's a, 
a real story in the locker room or something going on with Steelers. He's the one you can look to that usually knows what he's talking about. Yeah, Ed Bouchette's been reporting on the Steelers for, I think, 75 years now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's yeah. been around forever. Uh, a lot of respect in this city. He's actually listed as, like, the fourth quarterback. <laughs> is, is yeah, that... it's, not, it's not a little-known fact, but Bouchette's listed as Wait, hold on. So you mean to tell me Ed Bouchette is on the depth chart over Josh Dobbs now uh, at this yeah, point? Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not looking good for Josh Dobbs, man. Emergency, emergency. Right, so it goes, what, Ben? Bouchette, yeah. Landry Jones. Uh-huh. Are we putting Mason Rudolph ahead of Josh Dobbs, well, then? they're still playing out. Though. All right, Mason Rudolph or Josh Dobbs is the third, then. Well, you know they're not going to get Mason Rudolph because he was a draft pick this year. So Josh Dobbs is probably the fourth quarterback. But you're telling me Ed Bouchette is four? Yeah, And yeah. Josh Dobbs is fifth? Yeah. Wow. Like, on no Sundays, clue. up in the press box, under his, like, dress shirt, and slacks. Yeah, he wears a full uniform. Unbelievable! Just in case he's you needed. can't even tell he's like wearing pads. No, uh, uh-uh. crazy! Wow. So if you kick Ed Bouchette in the groin on game day, he's wearing a protective cup. Yes, unbelievable. Ready for game action is the Post Gazette's Ed Bouchette. All right, what is the actual story here? I know we got off on a little tangent. Uh, didn't he tweet that AB was limping or something? Oh yeah, that's what it was. Now Antonio Brown has been missing some of training camp because he's been nursing some injury that they don't really talk about. Ed Bouchette tweeted yesterday: Antonio Brown limps off practice after some early individual work. Uh, Antonio Brown retweeted that and put, bro, seriously, have some respect. You making stuff up, clown, except he didn't say stuff. He used an expletive there. So Antonio basically saying, have some respect. You're making this all up. Now, Adam Schefter for ESPN, who is a very reputable NFL insider. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, tweeted, even though Steelers Antonio Brown limped off, uh, limped off practice field today, he did not aggravate his quad injury, and he is fine. Ed Bouchette later tweeted about the non-injury, saying Mike Tomlin said the plan for Antonio today was for him to do individual work, and that is all. No injury aggravation. So at some point, someone or multiple people saw Antonio Brown slightly limp at training camp, whether he uh, hurt or aggravated something. But then, listen, in just... There's so little things happening. Exactly. It just goes back to us always making fun of just the stupidity of training camp coverage, where something like this blows up because it's nothing. Antonio Brown maybe has a slight limp or maybe just took a misstep or something like that. Then Ed Bouchette tweets, Antonio Brown's limping off the field. And then that leads to Antonio Brown basically going after him, ripping on him, calling him a clown. (laughs) And listen, I'm here for it all. (laughs) It's content for our show. Aren't we all entertained by that? I don't care. I am just here for it all. We are only one preseason game in. That's it. And Antonio Brown is already calling Ed Bouchette a clown. <laughs> I am so here for this Steeler season. So we have this, uh, we have a, a naked guy, right? Uh, yeah. Now, we like to keep a streak of how many naked people make the show. Uh, is this, what number are we on? How many shows in a row is it for a naked uh, person? We here? are at 10. All right, for the 10th show in a row, here we go. It happened again. Someone decided to get naked. It's time for another naked story on the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show with Mikey and Big Bab. Now, this this guy's creative. I like this guy's style. A 71-year-old Norwegian man 
is uh, staging a naked protest. I mean, 71. About the excess number of cruise ships that are passing by his home. (laughs) He posted a photo of himself naked on Instagram in full view of the tourist cruise ships. Spien Optel, a local politician for Norway's Green Party, said that he had flashed the boats as a spontaneous act that I did mostly for fun. Like he's standing up on a hill. Yeah. Like right where these cruise ships pull into dock. Yeah, it's like a busy port right outside of his house. And I guess there's (laughs) so many cruise ships, he's getting angry by it. So what did he do? He got naked. 71-year-old Norwegian man. Holy nude. Uh, He said, I'm not all that thrilled about these big cruise ships. Uh, he said as soon as, uh, I guess this is like his vacation home. Oh, as okay. soon as he got to his vacation home, he saw three cruise ships right in front of his house. And he said, as the week went on, more and more cruise Uh-oh. ships started showing up. So he said when he saw two new ones arrive on Sunday, he got up early in the morning to pee. He told his wife to take a picture of him standing naked on his terrace. Honey, I got a plan. Uh, But he says she didn't want to post it on her Instagram or Facebook page, so I did it myself. So it is a naked 71-year-old man in the picture that he put on Instagram uh, is, is from the back only. So all you see is like, you know, is is naked butt. Solid cheeks for 71. Yeah, I was about to say, really good looking naked 71-year-old dude, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, you don't see the front, which is obviously where, where I want to see personally. But you see the butt cheeks. If my butt cheeks look like that at 71, hell, if I'm just alive at 71, I'm going to be happy. But yeah, the I'm back alive, is maintained. If I'm alive with butt cheeks like that, I'm going to be really happy. I don't know why he thought this was some sort of protest. If I'm on one of those cruise ships... What a welcome. Yeah, what a treat that is to see a naked 71-year-old guy greeting you there in the morning. Naked people making the show once again. Who wants to shave with me? (laughs) Our friends at Harry's Razors, I've been telling you about them for a while now. This is what I use... Uh, to shave. It's all about getting that close shave. It's all about having a nice, comfortable shave. It's all about having the nice smelling uh, aloe to put on your face after. You do smell nice. Thank you, Bob. I actually shaved yesterday. I'm looking really nice. My face is Mm -hmm. smelling nice. Now, Harry's Razor is different from all the other uh, companies out there. Harry's stands behind the quality of their blades, and they know that switching razors is not an easy decision, so they want to give you a trial offer. All you have to do is go to harrys.com slash freak show. Now, Harry's founders, the people who founded Harry's, were just sick of overpaying for expensive razors with unnecessary features, so they bought a damn razor factory. I mean, that's an easy just way to buy the factory. It's an easy way to do it, right? Upset about the price of razors getting out of control. And then, all right, let's just go buy a razor factory. So that's what they did. And now they can offer their blades at a price much lower than the leading brands. Just $2 per blade compared to $4 or more for other blades. So you can get a $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable uh, shave with Harry's. You get the weighted handle, the five-blade razor, the rich lathering shave gel, the travel blade cover. And listeners of our show, again, you can redeem your trial offer at harrys.com slash freak show. Make sure you go to harrys.com slash freak show. Try them out and redeem your offer today. Uh, Pirates are in Minnesota tonight taking on the Twins. They are eight games back in the NL Central, five games back in the wild card. After they're in Minnesota, they have a uh, a pretty big four-game series this weekend at home against the uh, Cubs. That's Thursday through Sunday. Uh, 
you know, I mean, not not saying it's going to make or break the season, but and they lose three out of four, get swept by the Cubs. They are going to be so far back yeah. in the uh, in the Central. And I mean, right now, eight games back in the Central, five in the wild card. Doesn't seem like a lot. It's pretty deep. It's it's getting to that point where they really got to start putting some wins together and uh, you know go on a winning streak like they had earlier in the season before the trade deadline to really be able to uh, get back into it. Uh, the Penguins will be on uh, national TV 15 times. Uh, in the regular season, the uh, national TV schedule came out. It includes the February 23rd Stadium Series game against the Flyers at Lincoln Financial Field in Philly. Uh, they'll be on Wednesday night hockey on NBC Sportsnet seven times, including two versus the Capitals. Uh, so, the, yeah, the Penguins will be on uh, national love, TV plenty of times. I love Stadium Series. It used to be such a big deal. I could care less. I know. It's, it's, just it's, like, it's, oh, yeah. it's like a regular game where you almost wish they weren't doing it because... Uh, you know, with the ice conditions and the weather conditions that you're always worrying about, you're just worried about somebody getting hurt. I don't know. Uh, the outdoor stuff, it, it just ran a, its course for me, you know? Real quick, too. It, it's like, it did. It was like, you know, four or five years. Like, the NHL had something special, and then they saw with the, uh, the New Year's Day games mm-hmm. that it was special. It was one game on New Year's Day, and now it's just, they flooded the market. And it's like I I just don't care anymore about. The, it, there's no spectacle to me no, to the outdoor uh-uh. game anymore. It's nothing to look forward to. You just hope nobody uh, gets hurt. All right, let's get right now to today in freak show history. Brought to us by Mo Southwest Welcome Grill. To Mo. Here we go. Today in, in freak, freak show, show history. Today. Down in Florida, it was another Florida story two years ago on the show. This is actually from an episode of the TV show Cops. There was a cop searching for drugs <laughs> on a guy, and he was searching uh, the bulge in his pants. The guy had a bulge in his uh-huh. pants, and he was searching that area for drugs. Go up in his crotch area, which is a common place to hide narcotics. Okay, we're in the crotch. Oh, okay. uh, still a, a lump. Uh-oh. Initially states it's nothing. That's just uh, his stuff. Okay, just his stuff. <laughs> so stuff the, the cop is feeling down there for drugs in his crotch area, and he feels in his a Florida lump. Florida fanny pack. In the Florida fanny pack. In. The cop feels a lump, and the guy just says, "Nope, nothing there. That's just that's just me." Feel it again. Ask him another time. You know, yep. what are you holding? Okay, feeling around again. Feels something. That guy's just still denying uh-huh. it. Nothing. Where he makes a comment, yep. I'm leaking. I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say. Oh. But it's a pad that holds that, that I'm leaking. I leak. It's a pad. Okay. <laughs> this guy's getting searched for drugs and is throwing the Hail Mary now. He tells the cop, I'm leaking. He's got a pad down there to prevent his leaking. Officer, I'm leaking. So, so that's what the bulge is. I'm leaking. His toilet paper rolled up. The toilet paper rolled up. He sticks between his uh, butt cheeks. Sticks <laughs> in between his butt cheeks. Uh, to stop leakage. To stop the leakage. No drugs. We just got a leakage stopper. In his words. Yep. A little in disbelief because I've never heard it before. So they pull it out and it's definitely a bag of weed. Because oh. you're leakage, right? Uh, oh, so Lord. you're telling me that's not yours? Oh, Lo and behold, it's a bag of marijuana. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I'm leaking. I'm leaking. 
So he did not have a, a pad. He did not have the man pond back there. The Florida man pond. He, he did not have the leakage stopper. <laughs> they pulled out a, a pretty large bag of weed. It's, oh, a, it's a healthy oh, bag of weed. Oh, no. Oh, oh Lord. Lord. Oh, Lord. Leak. I'm leaking. The guy immediately just slumps his head yep. and says, well, you got me. You got me. I got to tell you, the man pond deal, that's original. All right. <laughs> I had to try it, man. In this business, you hear a lot of things. I've never heard that one. I love how the cops just respected him now. Just like, listen, man, the man pond was a good idea. I tell you, you almost had me fooled. I did. Yeah. I, I mean, you were pretty adamant that it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't any drugs. It was a man pond because yeah. you leaked. Yeah, I was trying something, man. I was trying something, man. <laughs> so he told the officer, I'm leaking, and he had a man pond back there. He almost had it, man. Florida. He almost had it. Never disappoints. Uh, we got another Bigfoot sighting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love these. These happen uh, all the time in, uh, in America. This one was in upstate New York. It made the New York Post a mysterious Bigfoot-like creature was spotted crossing an upstate New York highway. Half a mile from where a similar-looking Bigfoot beast was sighted 12 years ago, an oh investigator my. said. Driver said he was headed to uh, Vermont around 10 o'clock. Uh, when he witnessed a six-foot upright walking ape stepping over a guardrail. The witness, who asked to uh, not be named due to possible ridicule, described the creature think? as black, hairy, with two legs, wide shoulders, and a small neck. It's definitely Bigfoot. I mean, that guy saw Bigfoot. Obviously, obviously. <laughs> I mean, that description alone, Bigfoot. Uh, driver wasn't able to snap a picture of the Bigfoot beast because it happened too quickly. Of course. Uh, so, yeah, no picture, but it made the New York Post another big sighting, uh, Bigfoot sighting in upstate New York. I like they reference, yeah, one happened 12 years ago in the same spot. Got to be Bigfoot then. There's got to be a Bigfoot be. living in the woods there. Now, listen, uh, the only reason I bring Bigfoot up is because whenever we bring up a big, a new Bigfoot story, it gives us a chance to go back and explore some of our favorite Bigfoot moments on the show, including uh, this one has to be the best one, right? The North Carolina guy. Yeah. What was the guy's yeah. name? Tim Peeler, who saw Bigfoot. He's just got the best news interview of a person that's ever seen Bigfoot. I tried to call him. Tim Peeler thought <laughs> he was calling coyotes. He wasn't calling coyotes. Uh, instead of them, him. Instead of the coyotes, instead him. of them, him. He got something that frightened even the self-proclaimed mountain <laughs> so man. This thing was ten foot tall. Oh, ten foot tall. He, he had, had beautiful, beautiful hair. hair. I like that we know it word by word. We do. We've 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 played this so many times in the show, and I've heard this so many times. I do. I know this word for word. It beautiful, beautiful hair. Sergeant Mark Self, as a Cleveland County <laughs> deputy, didn't see the creature this time. There was a eight to ten foot hairy man looking hairy man looking person. <laughs> but remembers the stories of a Sasquatch yeah. when he was a kid. Uh -huh. It's the same mo yep. that Tim says he saw for himself. Yeah, I got to go back to Tim. Going after his dog. Oh, yeah. I'll come out here and rough talk him and run him off. <laughs> okay, rough talk. What kind of rough talk? Rough talked Bigfoot to try to run him off. And I said, Get, Get away from here. Get it. Get it. And he went right back at that path again. And then, of course, oh, one, of, one of the best parts about this Bigfoot interview is the end here when he describes. He looked like he had six fingers on each hand. <laughs> Get old. <laughs> it looked like he had six fingers on each hand. Uh, that big, Bigfoot sighting in North Carolina will never get old.
Uh, Lauren tweets us here. Thankful for the iHeartRadio app. I've lived in Pittsburgh my whole life and have listened to Mikey and Bob every morning since I can remember last week I moved to Virginia Beach, but I can still get my morning dose of awkwardly shaped best friends. Nice. Oh, that's special. Nice. I, it is a good thing that we have the magic of the iHeartRadio app now because we always say this. You know, if people uh, grow up listening to us in Pittsburgh and then move away for college or, you know, get a job somewhere where they move away from Pittsburgh, get married, uh, you know, move away from Pittsburgh, and then you go to a different city and you listen to their morning radio, uh, especially like on a top 40 station like yeah, us here on yeah. 96.1 Kiss, you're like, oh my God, what the hell is happening here? Things are different. You mean to tell me that uh, radio's not like Mikey and Bob mm-hmm. in every city? And I, No, it's not because uh, we're just not radio people. We, uh, we just are a little bit different. And a lot of people realize that. So thankful for the iHeartRadio app so people can always... Uh, take us wherever they go. What a story this is. Local story out of Westmoreland County, right, Bob? Yeah. Right, let me get the uh, proper Westmoreland County intro here for this. Attention all listeners of The Freak Show. Yep. Westmoreland County has made the show again. Uh, yeah. There is a lot going on with this next story. This was from KDKA, our buddy Ross Gadotti doing the uh, report. The woman you're about to meet hasn't been in her new neighborhood for very long, maybe two months or so. She hasn't really gotten to meet a lot of her neighbors, but recently she was introduced to one in a rather bizarre fashion. Here we go. That's the setup we like, Ross Gadotti. That's a good setup. That was crazy. It all started with a noise (laughs) at the front door at or about 3 a.m. Yeah, we heard like some trying to get in the house. Uh-oh. It was Tammy's Uh-oh. husband who answered the door only to find this man, 30-year-old Troy Allen Lochner II, standing there Peek-a-boo. and wearing his pants. I'm backwards. Oh, I'm backwards. All right. He's got his pants on backwards. He's on his neighbor's front okay, porch. He even right. had a belt on, but they were on backwards. Okay. He had the he- belt still on the pants, but uh, crisscross, he did have the pants on backwards. Lochner was apparently also pretty hungry. Uh-oh. He had the plant holding it. And he was just eating my dead flowers in the dirt. This guy has his pants backwards on his neighbor's porch. And according to her, he is just eating a dead plant. Like she has potted plants, you know, decoration on her front porch. Right, yeah. My man's got... Not not even not even like live flowers uh-uh. or anything like uh-uh. that. This guy is straight up eating a dead plant. And not just a small portion. No. Nope. No, he was chowing. He was chowing. He was chowing. chowing. I love that the interviewer and it's just like, okay, you can't just go with the, you know, eating a dead plant. Like that's not good enough. It's we like, can't no. just say he was eating. No, uh-uh. we need to really describe that this guy just wasn't playfully putting it in his mouth. No, he was chowing. He was chowing on the plants. Yeah, you could see it. He had it half out of his mouth and he was just eating away. But his eyes were like real big. You could tell he was on something. Yeah, you could tell he was on something He's because uh, he was chowing. He was chowing. He was chowing. He was high possibly and he was chowing. He had his pants on backwards and he was chowing. He was chowing on the potted plant on her porch. Alarmed at Lochner's behavior, Kid's husband told him to leave. Yeah. And his response is nothing. He just stood there. Yeah, just uh, stood there. Yeah. He was chowing. And he was chowing. After about five times, Lochner got the message. All right. We have a old fan motor 
on the porch. Okay. We now have a fan motor on okay, the porch with right. the dead plants. And he went and he grabbed it. He was going to take it with them. All right, so he tried to steal a fan motor, too. I mean, at least he didn't try to eat that, I guess, right? At least he was just eating the dead plants he was the road. Yeah, he was chowing. He was chowing. He wanted to get that fan motor. He was chowing. He was chowing. Tammy Kidd immediately called the state police. Well, the cops were like, well, he's probably long gone. And I said, no, go two doors down. Yep, two doors down, apparently, where the guy uh, lived. Again, this is a guy in Westmoreland County, apparently, maybe drunk, maybe high. He has his pants backward and yeah. he's at his neighbor's house or two doors down eating dead plants on the porch. And they went and he was there. Peekaboo, there he is. And uh, they found him at his house. Still with his pants on back. Yep. 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 St- still with his pants on back. Right? He yep. was chowing. And he was chowing. He was chowing. He was chowing. A few minutes later, troopers arrived taking Lochner into custody. Got him. We stopped by his house and Lochner's friend, Junior Wood, thinks okay. he knows what happened. All right. Now, hold on. This is where Ross Gadotti uh, at KDK goes above and beyond. They're at the house. Uh-huh. They got the uh, the guy that's living there, too, right? Yep. Junior? Junior? Now, we're going to hear from Junior. This is why Junior thinks that the guy had his pants on backwards and was eating dead plants and chowing down. He's got a drinking problem. There it is. A little bit of drinking problem. Confused. But yeah, it'd be my bet. So, are we suspecting he may have thought... That was our house. All right, so he may have thought that it, he was at the wrong house. So he had his pants on backwards. He might have a drinking problem, and he was chowing. He was chowing <laughs> on dead plants <laughs> on his uh, neighbor's porch. Westmoreland County making the show once again. Okay, I just saw a uh, a tweet here from Randy Bauman from the uh, DVE Morning Show. Right? <laughs> okay, he re- uh, he retweeted a story uh, from the Daily Beast. And by the way, we need to track down this story because this story is absolutely made for uh, for our show. It says the LAPD is investigating a video of a man spanking a hippo at the Los Angeles Zoo. Okay, so uh, we need to get to that story, right? A hippo spanking. A guy at the uh, L.A. Zoo, apparently, there's a video of a man spanking a hippo at the Los Angeles Zoo. Uh, Randy Bauman from the DVE Morning Show retweeted it. Lev Bell is at it again. (laughs) Yeah, because there was a video of him spanking a... A strippers. All right, you get the joke, right? Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Bob, track down right now the video and story of a man spanking a hippo at the LA Zoo. <laughs> if you can't find this story by the time our show's over, what are we even doing here? Uh, now, there is always weird things, it seems, happening down in the state of Florida, correct? We uh, call them just Florida stories yeah, on the show. It yeah. is time to go down to Florida for another Florida story. Here we go. Whoa, whoa. Attention all listeners of the Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes. yes. It happened again. It's another Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. Lake County, Florida. Police responded to a Publix, which is, you know, like their grocery store down in Florida, uh-huh. in reference to a shoplifter. They okay. found Bobby Talmage being held in custody by the store's loss prevention officer. Uh, she told police she had been dropped off by her neighbor, who asked her to steal food for a cookout later in the day. <laughs> According to arrest uh, records, the store's security observed uh, her concealing packages of meat and two spray-on deodorants in her pants and purse. Okay. It's going to be hot at that cookout, man. Not, not only are you getting meat pants, but might as well get some deodorant for the road, too. Uh, they found in her pants, here's the rundown, two New York strip steaks, Damn a ribeye steak, 
a porterhouse steak, a T-bone steak, Publix chicken wings, and two spray-on deodorants. Uh, she was. Yo, uh, that cookout was gonna be lit. It, it was, and very nice smelling too, because it was just gonna be spray on deodorant and meat for everybody. That is a lot of meat right there, right? Wings and yeah. steaks and spray on deodorant. deodorant. Uh, her real name is Betty Blanton. So not only did she get charged with theft, but she also got charged with providing a false name to law enforcement. She has eleven prior theft-related arrests. It seems though, down in Florida. Maybe a few times a year, don't we have a story about somebody sticking meat in their pants? Uh, yeah. Almost every yeah. year? Yeah. Let's take you back. Attention all listeners of The Freak Show. Yep. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes, it happened again. It's another Florida story. This is from uh, Fort Walton Beach, Florida. A 41-year-old man is accused of fleeing on a bicycle. After stuffing a variety of meat in his pants. He got on a bike after putting the meat in his pants. In his pants? Such a Florida headline right there. Uh, Yeah, the man was allegedly seen in uh, Publix, which is like a a grocery store down there. It's kind of like their giant eagle. Right. Putting a ribeye steak (laughs) and a New York strip steak Mm. down his pants. Only the best. And... And a pork tenderloin in his front pocket <laughs> before leaving the store. Outside, he got on a white bicycle and rode away. It was pursued by two other customers who eventually got to him until police arrived and arrested him. The meat was valued at $37.92, according to the report. Damn. Charged with retail theft and resisting a retail merchant. Pork in the front, steak in the back. <laughs> That's how you have a Florida meat party. <laughs> Uh, let's uh, get to this hippo story. This was uh, at a uh, zoo out in L.A. This was the news tease for it. All right, well, it sounds like a joke, but a man spanking a hippo at a zoo. Yeah, spanking. No joke. This really happened. It was all caught on camera. The spanking you have to see and the serious charges the man could face when he's caught. I mean, what a news tease that is. The spanking you have, have to, to see. see. And you know what involves a hippo? How are you leaving? <laughs> So uh, here was the uh, L.A. hippo story here with the guy spanking. Video posted to Instagram shows a man crossing into the L.A. Zoo's hippo enclosure and sneaking up on two hippos. Oh, my God. The man's approach is very cautious. Finally close enough, he slaps one of the hippos on the rear. You never go to the zoo to spank the hippo. You Uh -uh. never want to be caught on camera either spanking your hippo. Takes a moment to celebrate and then runs off. Slap the hippo's ass. The LAPD confirms they got a report of trespassing at the zoo. Yeah, you never want to be caught at the zoo s- smacking the hippo. You, you never want to be the guy that's wanted for smacking the hippo. No, in the ass you either. don't want to do uh-uh. that. Those uh, That never leaves you. No. That's like a stain that stays on you. I don't know if somebody bet this guy or something or... Somebody just dared him, one of his friends, or maybe, you know. He kind of looked like he was alone in the in the video, right? Like, really? Was anybody just, standing around him? I don't think anybody's I mean, standing I, around I mean, nobody's going to jump in with him to spank the hippo. Listen, if you're going, if you're spanking your hippo, that is a solo, that's a solo thing you're doing right there. That is a solo activity to spank guess, the hippo. Especially in public, yeah. I mean, you got some pretty, you got some pretty good close friends if they're spanking the hippo with you.
Like, if we went to the Pittsburgh Zoo and I told you, okay, Bob, time to spank the hippo, would you spank the hippo with me? No. No. All right, see, I wouldn't spank the hippo with you. No, I wouldn't. I mean, if you're going to spank a hippo, do it on your own, right? That's a... That's an, Is that a lesson? I mean, it's not a thing you do at the zoo either. That's where you get your own hippo and do it privately. All right. Where are we at here? Uh, L.A. Guy jumps into the hippo enclosure, spanks a hippo, and then runs away. And are investigating. The zoo says the hippos are Rosie and Mara. Oh, you can see the hippo who was slapped does not show much of a reaction. Rosie and Mara. Couple of hippos with uh -huh. some granny ass names. But the other hippo seems a bit startled yeah. and looks up as the guy is still in the enclosure. Wow. And while hippos at the zoo do have human interaction, yeah. this kind of treatment can create an unpredictable situation. Yeah. The zoo released a statement in connection with the incident. Right. It is never acceptable for a guest to enter the habitat nope. of any animal at the zoo. They are still wild animals and their space must be respected at all times. You respect those hippos and they will respect you. Don't jump in the hippo enclosure to uh, to spank the hippo. They did say one of the hippos was startled, yeah, though, right? Yeah, like, yeah. all right, he spanks one hippo, right. and the hippo that's getting spanked at the L.A. Zoo didn't really seem to care that much in the video, but the other hippo was a little startled. By the way, speaking of a startled hippo, if you Google hippo fart, a video with 24 million views comes up and sounds like this. That right there sounds like a very, very, very startled and nervous hippo. <laughs> now, earlier on the show, we were talking about this story out of uh, Westmoreland County. This is the big local story to uh, us today. KDK covered it. Uh, police say a Pittsburgh area man was drunk, high, and wearing his pants backwards when he was found eating a woman's dead plants and the dirt out of a planter on her front porch. A lot going on there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, something happened. He got a hold of the wrong stuff, maybe drank too much. Something happened where uh, this guy was wrong porch. Uh, a little bit inebriated, and then he was on his neighbor's porch. I think he thought he was at his house and started eating the potted plants on the porch, which, <laughs> which begs the question, if that was his house, is that what this guy does when he goes out and gets drunk and or high? Does he go home and just eat plants? But then I started thinking about it because you're thinking, man, this guy's got something wrong with him. This guy's crazy. What if he was just eating plants because that was part of his routine and really he is just an exotic dancer? Oh, my. All right, I got some names here, right? Possible stripper names. The gardener, ladies. The gardener's here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a green thumb. <laughs> no, really. We saw him backstage <laughs> painting it green. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. Covered in dirt and eating plants for you tonight and dancing, it's Daryl Daisy. Ladies, make some noise. We're going to grow those plants strong tonight. Coming to the stage, get those dollars ready. It's Miracle Grow Marvin Petunia Pat. <laughs> Petunia Pat! Petunia Pat! It's Ronnie the Roseman. Ronnie the Roseman. Ronnie the Roseman. 
Jerry Geraniums. I mean, Welcome to the stage. Are we going tag team here back and forth? Because I could do I could do this for the next couple minutes. Ladies, get those dollars ready. It's Carl Carnation. Keep the party going. Make some noise for Larry Lilly dancing for you tonight. <laughs> Freddie Figleaf dancing for you, ladies. Ladies, special treat tonight. <laughs> How many flower and plant related strippers are we coming up with here? Part time gardener. Oh, wow. Part time Donnie Iris impersonator. Good, good God. Welcome to the stage. Good God. Donnie. Daisy! Keep the party going. Make some noise for Violet Vern! (laughs) (laughs) That thumb is green, Mm. but it's got a little bit of purple. Mm. It's Violet Vern! Ladies. It's Violet Vern! You have weeds in those flower beds? Oh boy. Welcome to the stage! Weed and feed! Willie! We didn't feed Willie? My man's got the fertilizer. And he's killing all the weeds, ladies. <laughs> ladies, this man is just munching on a damn porch plant. It's Frankie Fern! <laughs> just has the roots. Gary Gardenias! The, the roots still have dirt in him, so he has like a dirty mustache. <laughs> Stand on the front porch. <laughs> oh, he's dirty. Oh, yeah. He's real dirty. Uh-huh. Covered in dirt. Oh. Just for you ladies, he's got his green thumb out. <laughs> Make some noise for Oscar Orchid. <laughs> his cousin <laughs> coming to the stage right now, Larry Lilac. Bamboo Berry. <laughs> Dancing for you tonight with one single green thumb. Johnny Jasmine. Johnny Jasmine. Smell the jasmine in the air, ladies. Johnny Jasmine's dancing for you tonight. Johnny Jasmine is definitely a stripper name. <laughs> like if there is a Westmoreland County male stripper, his name is Johnny Jasmine. Johnny Jasmine sounds like an exotic dancer, a porn star. <laughs> And also a man who shows up on your neighbor's porch at 3 a.m. to eat their porch plants. It's Johnny Jasmine! Steelers will be uh, back at it. Their next preseason game is at Green Bay on uh, Thursday. Is the is today the last day they have uh, camp up at Latrobe? Uh, it? Yeah, yeah, last open day. Yeah. And then tomorrow's uh, travel day to Green Bay. Uh, then the second preseason game, and then the next two home preseason games will uh, will wrap it all up. I guess that's good because really, don't the only preseason games that somewhat matter, where some some if not all the starters play, it's usually the third game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the fourth game is like final roster battles. So I guess if you're gonna have preseason games, you it's better to have the third and fourth one than the first and uh, second. Uh, Steelers wide receiver Antonio Brown, of course, has been in the news this week. He went to uh, visit uh, some kids over at Children's Hospital, take him the new Madden 19 game, which he's on the cover of. 
Uh, and then, uh, you know, we were playing this on the show yesterday. WTAE did a report that he showed up four and a half hours late for it. So, you know, it was kind of like uh, people weren't really sure how to feel about that. Right. Do you applaud Antonio Brown for showing up to Children's Hospital and hanging with the kids? Or do you just completely, does that uh, completely just negate him showing up if he shows up well, four and, and a half the, hours late? And the report was that some of the patients had to leave right. for different you know treatments and stuff like that and missed uh, their opportunity to meet him. Uh, so you didn't really hear Antonio Brown's side of the story of it because, you know, we were saying too, nobody knows, all right, if he was late, nobody knows the reason why. Was he just, you know, lazy? Did he forget about it? Was there a scheduling conflict? Did he have an, uh, an emergency or something? So uh, Antonio Brown, and we said before, he's donated his time. He's donated his money to Children's Hospital uh, before, too. He's, uh, you know, spent time with, with sick kids before. Yeah. Uh, so this is kind of a thing, and like we were saying yesterday, where you can say, Hey, Antonio Brown's done a lot of great stuff for uh, for kids in Children's Hospital in the past, but also he should probably show up on time if he's going to do one of these uh, events where he goes to see kids. So uh, Antonio Brown retweeted a picture of the $100,000 check he wrote for Children's Hospital uh, not that long ago. And uh, AB saying on Twitter, we called in to let them know when I was showing up. People say anything on your name these days. I done seen it all. So Antonio said that he him, called ahead. Him somebody, or somebody with him called Children's Hospital to let him know he was not going to be on time and what time he was showing up. So that, I guess, contradicts the story that kids were waiting maybe four and a half hours to see him. I don't know. Maybe whoever they called ahead to didn't tell the patients. What? I, I don't know. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, and I don't know if we'll ever find out why he was late, if he was that late. You know, it's it kind of goes back to what we originally said about this. You can say Antonio Brown's done a lot of great stuff and has done, you know, good things with kids and spent time with kids when he didn't have to. And you can also say if he's going to do something like this, try to show up on time. Uh, yeah, right. yeah. Uh, moving on, then he called uh, Ed Bouchette from the Post-Gazette a clown. <laughs> Ed I mean, you know what happened? He opened, like, his Twitter timeline, and it was people blasting him probably for the children's thing, You think right? that's what it was? He was reading his mentions, and that's, and that's what happened? So and then he saw the Ed Bouchette tweet? He responded to the children's thing saying, I called ahead, and then all of a sudden, the Ed Bouchette tweet pops up, and he's like, oh, God, here right. we go. Well, Antonio Brown has missed some, uh, some camp time <laughs> because of, like, an aggravated injury. Ed Bouchette tweeting yesterday, Antonio Brown limps off practice after some early individual work. Uh, Antonio tweeting that, bro, seriously, have some respect. You making stuff up, clown. <laughs> Except he didn't call it stuff. He used the S word. Uh, so basically calling, I mean, Ed Bouchette's been around in Pittsburgh for years. Yeah, he, he's yeah, in yeah. the Hall of Fame yeah, as a journalist. Yeah. Uh, so Antonio saying to Ed Bouchette on Twitter, bro, seriously, have some respect. You're making blank up, clown. Now, uh, Adam Schefter, who, of course, is like an NFL insider for ESPN, also tweeted, even though Steelers' Antonio Brown limped off practice field today, he did not aggravate his quad injury, and he is fine. Ed Bouchette later tweeting about the non-injury. Mike Tomlin said the plan for AB today was for him to do individual work, and that is all no injury aggravation. Bouchette just ignored the clown comment. Uh, Yeah, either way, it's like I said before, either way, we have one preseason game <laughs> under the Steelers' belt, and we are already at the point of the season 
where Antonio Brown is publicly calling Ed Bouchette a clown. <laughs> Other people can say, like, oh, all this stuff, all this off-the-field stuff is distraction. I look at it as feed it to me. It is show content, and I'm here for it all. It With is. this boring-ass preseason – that nobody cares about. I could care less what's going on at Steelers training camp and position battles. Obviously, by that tweet, there is nothing going on. There is nothing going on at Steelers training camp, and I think there's a reason why a guy like Ed Bouchette tweets something like that. They are all up at training camp. Like, a lot of the guys stay up there Mm -hmm. for these weeks Mm -hmm. at St. Vincent's, and nothing is going on. So the, the smallest of detail when tweeted out then all of a sudden, Steeler fans are just retweeting it like, oh, God, they're go- the Madden curse, Antonio Brown's limping off the field, when maybe it wasn't even like a limp at all. But there's nothing going on at camp, so that's why Ed Bouchette sees maybe Antonio, I don't know, s- stutter step a little bit, walking off the field, or, you know, maybe, maybe limp even maybe, a little bit. Maybe he's just a little sore. Yeah, right. But then Ed Bouchette tweets, Antonio Brown limps off practice, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, God! The men, nothing happens at camp, so the smallest things blow up into this. Oh, God, should A.B. not have taken the Madden cover now? He's limping off the field. I love it. And then, like I said, we have not even played two preseason games yet, and Antonio Brown is already calling Ed Bouchette publicly a clown. I am here for everything this Steeler season brings, including Le'Veon Bell smacking exotic dancers' asses. I mean, what a season we've already had. You're right. You're I right. can't wait. Uh, what the hell was this heroin granny story? Were, were they using granny as a drug mule? Uh, yeah, yeah. Now, this was uh, this was in the United States, though, right? Wasn't it like uh, California? Uh-huh. But they were using granny a to... Granny, uh, yeah. Okay, granny drug mule making the show. An 81-year-old woman is facing charges for allegedly trying to smuggle 92 pounds of heroin I mean, across the U.S.-Mexico border. Almost 100 pounds of heroin. Granny is trying to smuggle in here. U.S. Customs and Borders says the elderly woman, who is a U.S. citizen, was driving a Chrysler 200 through the Takati border crossing. Chrysler 200 is a granny car, right? Yeah. Like, I'm trying yeah. to picture what that looks like right now. Hold on. Let me let me Google it real quick, just so I can confirm, because I have a suspicion that a Chrysler 200... Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a granny car. That could be a granny car, I think, right? I, I think they recently redid it. I'm guessing it's an old uh, yeah, one. Yeah, but they did. They did. They. It looks like it's updated a little bit here. But, but, I mean, look, you can see a granny driving that car, right? Yeah. With yeah, 100 yeah. pounds of heroin in it. When a drug dog sent out the alert, yep. officers found 34 wrapped packages of heroin from the vehicles. 34 wrapped packages they were sniffing on granny. Rocker panels with an estimated street value of 8 hundred and seventy thousand dollars almost a million dollars of heroin granny has on her in her chrysler 200 did granny know is she like that is she like harriet heroin on the streets like (laughs) okay is that hold on what's granny's drug trafficking like is she in on this do you think that's what it is harriet heroin is that her drug uh, trafficking name because i i think i might be going with cocaine clara because there's nobody making Claras anymore, right? Cocaine Clara could be Granny's name. Drug cartels will try and manipulate <laughs> anyone to smuggle their narcotics through the ports of entry. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Crossing the Mexico-U.S. border, it's Drug Mule Donna. 
Do you think she had any clue, or do you just think I like no? That's what I'm saying. Like that's somebody a lot of, that lot was working maybe for the cartel, or had a family member that was just like, "Hey, Granny, here, take the Chrysler 200." Or maybe Granny's out running these streets. I don't know. Thelma the trafficker could be. I mean, Thelma, that's a Granny name, right? Beatrice Blunts. <laughs> I got two more. Are you done? Or you got two. I got no, two no, more. I'm just making them as a go. Yeah. Okay. All right. Nelly Noriega. I got. I'm using real drug lords' names, right? And then I mean the closer here. If she makes enough trips with enough heroin, you have to then call her Ethel Escobar. That is Granny's drug trafficking name. 961. Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Got a tweet here from uh, Mike. Turned on Mikey and Bob. The first thing I hear is Mikey screaming, Who milked the camel? At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. We got to jump back into Antonio Brown here. Uh, Antonio Brown, Steelers wide receiver. Um, got into it kind of with Ed Bouchette from the Post Gazette. Because uh, Ed Bouchette. Uh, yesterday tweeted, Antonio Brown limps off practice after some early individual work. And then uh, what What was Antonio Brown's response to uh, Ed Bouchette? Uh, he called him a clown. Oh, yeah, bro, seriously, have some respect. You making stuff up, clown, but instead of stuff, use the yeah, other word. Yeah. Okay, so Antonio Brown calling Ed Bouchette from the post because that a clown because he said he wasn't limping off the field. But hold on. <laughs> I got to read this one quick reply on Twitter to Antonio Brown. Uh, Somebody who goes by the Twitter handle, just three-year letterman, tweeted in response, whatever, Antonio, best I can tell as a youth football coaching legend. Credentials? You care more about tweeting than improving your below-par downfield blocking. (laughs) And this coming from... A former three-year high school football letterman who was the best downfield blocker in the state. Oh, my God. A real grown adult wrote that? (laughs) (laughs) I love all of this. Like, things like this fuel me. Like, just people online responding to things, it it fuels me. Whatever, Antonio. Whatever. So this guy saw that Antonio was calling Ed Bouchette a cloud. Yeah. Whatever, Antonio. Best I could tell as a... Now listen, Antonio, I do understand you've been playing football your whole life. Well, and you here. are maybe the greatest wide receiver uh, you know, in Steelers history. Uh, you know, sure. Maybe the current best wide receiver in the game. But I am a youth football coaching legend. <laughs> a legend. You care more about tweeting. I mean, nobody ever questions Antonio Brown's work ethic, right? No. Like, you can tell he's one of the hardest working guys in the league. But you care more about tweeting than improving your below-par downfield blocking. That's what we're ripping out Antonio Brown about? He's a legend, Mike. (laughs) He's a legend. Coming from a former three-year high school football letterman who was the best downfield (laughs) blocker in the state. I mean, good for you. (laughs) But hold on. Antonio Brown has just tweeted. (laughs) Like I said, I am here for all of this off-the-field stuff for Steelers season. Pro sports are here to entertain. That's it. They are. And I'm here for all of it. I'm here for the good, the bad, the ugly, the name-calling. Don't even act like you're not here for it, too. 
Antonio Brown up just tweeting a couple minutes ago. If you let a person talk long enough, you'll hear their true intentions. Tupac. Oh, damn. 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 Quoting Tupac this early? Once Ed Bouchette accuses you of limping off the field at training camp, you have no choice but to quote Tupac. After you call Ed Bouchette a clown. (laughs) I love all this. Okay, hold on. The first response to Antonio Brown quoting Tupac. Somebody named Austin just tweeted, Tupac is watching you, dog. And not from heaven. He's got the NFL package. Hold on. (laughs) Tupac is alive. Tupac's alive. In the tweet comment. (laughs) Tupac is alive watching Antonio Brown. NFL package. Tupac has the NFL package. If you take one thing from today's show, Tupac has the NFL package. Uh, South Carolina, uh, this next story here. An investigation is underway in Myrtle Beach after a woman reportedly found a man eating a corn dog inside her apartment yesterday afternoon. (laughs) Off we go, right? So she finds a man just eating a corn dog. Police say the 30 year old woman told them she left her apartment around 9 30 that morning. Yep, came home and there was a guy eating a corn dog. And returned around 30 that afternoon to find a man inside eating, saying he was hungry and stopped by to get something to eat. a little hungry decided to stop and buy your corn dogs while leaving her home the woman says she saw the suspect riding away on her bicycle the victim tells police she recognized the suspect but did not know his name okay so she said that he she recognized the man they had they had met last year but it wasn't uh, you know i just in passing or something like that or maybe it was a friend of somebody she knew she had met the guy before did not remember his name, but he thought, hey, I, I know her. I'm going to break in her house when she's not here. Eat her corn dogs. Eat her corn dogs, and then, as she comes home, steal her bike. <laughs> just disrespectful. I mean, just ride off on the bike after you eat the damn corn dogs. Can't believe Tupac has the NFL package. <laughs> Barrel Chevy! Uh, General Manager Jerry Raymond over at Barrel Chevy Perry Highway in Wexford. It is truck month, which means now is the time to buy a truck or SUV. Barrel Chevy! Uh, It's also Jerry Raymond's uh, August clearance event going on. So if you're looking for a new car, you're looking for a pre-owned car, uh, literally hundreds of vehicles on sale over at Barrel Chevy. If you've been eyeing, if you've been scoping out. You got a hankering. If you've been peeping, if you got a hankering for a Chevy Spark or Sonic, no better time to buy one of those than right now over at Barrel Chevy. They're all up to 20% off the manufacturer's suggested retail price. And they have life-size Mikey and Bob cutouts in the showroom at Barrel Chevy. Good looking cutouts. It is true. And they'll beat that ad. Seriously, bring any competitor's ad over on a new vehicle. Give it to Jerry Raymond, the GM over there. Jerry Raymond will beat that ad. Nothing you can do about it. I just love how that sounds, man. Jerry, bring in a competitor's new vehicle ad. Jerry's going to give you the best price. Jerry's going to beat that ad. Not only is it Jerry, the general manager, it's the whole sales staff. All right, everybody's in. They'll gang up on you and beat that ad. You better be ready for an ad beatdown. They're going to beat that ad at Barrel Chevy. Uh, Perry Highway in Wexford. Go check them out or uh, visit their website, barrelchevrolet.com.
Uh, Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It is the uh, morning freak show. It's been a fun morning. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No clue what happened nope. on the show today. Uh-uh. Well, a guy in Westmoreland County uh, had his pants on backwards and went to his neighbor's house and started eating the plants on uh, their porch. Yeah. Yeah, that happened. That happened on the show today. Yeah, we know that. Uh, some guy in Los Angeles at the uh, L.A. Zoo jumped in with the hippos and smacked one on the ass. That happened. <laughs> so, it's a busy show this Spanking morning. Spanking a hippo. <laughs> busy show this morning. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, throughout the day here today on 961 Kiss, six more chances for you to listen for keywords to text into 200 200. Uh, you could win a trip out to Vegas for our iHeartRadio Music Festival. That's six more full Vegas trips to see Justin Timberlake, Childish Gambino, Carrie Underwood, Imagine Dragons, and more. Six more chances today. Your next keyword to text in to 200-200 uh, coming up around 11-10 uh, during the Ryan Seacrest Show. Also, watch 22 The Point tonight. You can also win a trip to our iHeartRadio Music Festival yep. with us in 22 The Point. Just make sure you watch Modern Family weeknights on 22 The Point this week. Look for the keyword. Then you go to our site, 961kiss.com. Log it in, and you're registered to win a full trip to Vegas for our iHeartRadio Music Festival. That simple. Airfare, hotel, everything taken care of. You want to go see Timberlake and more? Watch Modern Family. Set your DVRs. Weeknights, Modern Family, 22 The Point. Look for that keyword, and then enter it at 961kiss.com. That's a separate way you can win a trip to Vegas for our iHeartRadio Music Festival. Hey, what is this... uh what is this Bud Light promotion I'm seeing? Uh, I'm well, seeing here in Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah, this is genius, isn't it? It is. All right, well, hold on. The Cleveland Browns, as we do, have, what did they have? They won one game in two in the last two NFL seasons. It's one game, right? Yeah, I believe it's one. Mm-hmm. Is it one? I, I don't, I don't think I care know. enough to even know if that's. A, by the way, are you watching Cleveland Browns on the uh, the HBO Hard Knock show no, where they follow a team even, in training camp? I haven't even dug in. Neither have I. I love that show, but uh, I haven't watched any of it yet. I need to go back and watch it. But what is Bud Light doing in Cleveland? Because this is absolutely a genius promotion. Uh, in ten of the major Cleveland bars, yeah. uh, they've installed giant, like full victory fridges. They're calling them. And they're full of beer. Okay, it, it it looks like just a beer cooler. Yeah, yeah. In a bar. Yep. It's all in Cleveland Browns colors, uh-huh. Bud Lights all over it, and it is full of the blue Bud Light bottles. It's full of beer. There's but, a chain around it. Yes, there's a catch. It's locked. It's locked. <laughs> uh, when the Browns win their first regular season game, the wow. fridge will be unlocked, and all the beer inside will be free for all the fans inside the bar. It's absolutely genius. 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 I, I, I'm glad we don't have to do a promotion like that in Pittsburgh, but you you have to salute Cleveland and Bud Light for coming up with that one because that is genius. So really, in like these 10 busy kind of sports bars, whatever, in Cleveland that they know people will be watching the Browns games at, uh, if they, the first time they get a regular season win, yeah. uh, someone at the bar who has the key will then go over to the big Bud Light Browns fridge, unlock it, and it's free beer. Then, you know, they just start handing out the Bud Light victory bottles. I mean, they could do genius. that for everything, right? Like, yeah. the two teams that are playing in the playoffs, like two teams playing in the Super Bowl, like. Yep. Yeah. Victory fridge. Yep. And victory then, fridges. And, and then if you don't unlock it, it you, then you just got a fridge full of beer just kind of sitting there, you know? 
That is a an amazing promotion by Bud Light in, uh, and in Cleveland. And if you're wondering, the Browns have won one game over the past two seasons. Yeah, it is right. They were owned sixteen last year. The year before that, 2016, one and fifteen. All right. Well, I feel like if the Browns don't win any games this season, then at the end of the year, if they lose the final regular season game, everybody should just be able to open it and get free beer anyway, right? Like I feel like Drink that should pain. be that should be the promotion too. If they go if they go winless again. Uh, drink the pain away. I think the Browns are going to be decent this year. I did say that last year, though. I said I don't think they're going to finish last place in the division. I thought they were going to be okay. They were not. Uh, this is the year again that I'll say maybe the Browns will win like five games this year. I don't know. Either way, that beer promotion, pretty good with yeah, Bud Light. Awesome. All right. Uh, freak show question of the day before we uh, get out of here. This actually has to do with the NFL, too. Uh, listen to Tall Kathy around 530. We'll give you the uh, Freak Show question of the day right now. She will ask for the answer to that question. You could win some prizes, maybe some tickets around 5.30. This is how we end the show every day. Today's Freak Show question of the day. By the way, should I give some backstory to this question and answer, or should we just throw it out there? I think we should just let it go. Okay, Freak Show question of the day. Who has the NFL package? Answer's Tupac. (laughs) If you listen to the show earlier, it makes perfect sense. Who has the NFL package? Tupac. 5.30 5.30 with Tall Kathy. That is the Freak Show question of the day. If you missed any of the show, stream and download our full podcast. It's our show without the songs and commercials on the free iHeartRadio app. You can subscribe to our uh, YouTube mm-hmm. channel, too. Just search Mikey and Bob on YouTube. We do have the story about the guy in Westmoreland County eating the porch plants up there and also the guy spanking the hippo's ass at the uh, at the uh, Los <laughs> Angeles Zoo. Both of those videos uh, up on the Mikey and Bob YouTube channel. And, uh, yeah, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram, at FSMikey, at FSBigBob. That's about us. Yep. Right? Yep, that's about all. All right, Ryan Seacrest shows up right now. Bye-bye. Bye. KST HD Pittsburgh. Let's go! This is On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Uh, good to have you with us once again.